The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Get the winning edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Marinci. Rage all you want. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. Man, we got some nut job psychos kicking it with us. I love it though. Hey, my career has been made off of nut job psychos. My biggest trolls are like made me the most money. These guys are the most consistent. They're like, hey, Marenzi, you said 18 years ago the Dodgers will win three World Series. Like, well, you've been tuning in every night for 18 years. That's why I get paid. If you didn't tune in, then I wouldn't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, listen, so Frank Schwab will step up and in, in a couple of minutes. So we don't do a roll call and a shout-out enough, so let me see where people are at right now, at least in our chat right now. I know Grinch is in Arizona. John Legend is in uh, – John Legend just said he's in Philly. Our boy Jazz has just checked in. I know he's in the, uh, the Vancouver uh, area. In the rich part of Vancouver, high roller. There's Bruce Chad. I don't know. Bruce Chad's in like in the middle of nowhere, like outside of Toronto. <laughs> we know that. Uh, leg shows in Vegas. Uh, but we were talking about, listen, I know. I, there's Jason in Toronto. I know our markets because with Sirius and stuff, there is like a demographic. And, and I know with Twitter, like there's, you know what I mean? I know how to like. I can see where what is what. I don't care, though, to be honest. So I don't check this stuff. But once in a while, I will. But I do know our, where our biggest markets are is uh, Toronto, Toronto, Canada, Toronto, Canada, the state of New York, but not New York City and also not Buffalo, which is kind of crazy. That's what I want to say, that I'm a Bills fan. And you figure like, oh, yeah, he has a lot of listeners from Buffalo. I don't. I have a ton of listeners in Syracuse. <laughs> I have a ton of listeners in like Rochester and Utica, Albany. You know what I mean? Like I'm from Montreal. I used to do the Expos post game show. 
Expos are popular in Plattsburgh, New York, right? Vermont. I'm big in Vermont. Um, I'm not big, but no, no one's big in Vermont besides Bernie Sanders and Ben and Jerry's. But I'm known in Vermont. But the states, I know. So New York, the state of New York's always been big. And for us on Sirius, uh, Ontario and Toronto was very big. Montreal has always been big for me. I always think, oh, they're not around, but there's a new generation. Um, lost Nevada, pretty big. Nevada's always been like a top seven type thing for our listenership and viewership on TV. Uh, we did a TV show out of Las Vegas. Um, Illinois. Illinois is big. Chicago. As you guys see during the football season, you'll see, like, we'll start taking calls again and stuff. I just don't like taking calls because they all suck. But um, Illinois. Chicago's big. Uh, Chicago's big. Boston, big. Philly, big. Our stranglehold on the South, not great. Not great. We don't, like, we're not going to lie. California, big. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Renzi. It's level three. We're breaking it down. It's our birthday celebration here this evening. Listen, it's midweek, but uh, we still figured, you know what? You still have to take a time and uh, reflect because the years just fly by, man. And I'll tell you what. Our 20th anniversary is coming up. Our 20, you know, it was been uh, nearly 20 years since our first show. Our first radio show was um, 2002. First radio show was 2002, and I got into the business when I when I was 30. So I just turned 51 tonight, and I gotta tell you, like you know, and before that, my first show was in 1984. I was in a punk rock band called Corrupted Youth. And then by 1986, we were good, and I dropped out of high school, and I went on tour with DRI, Dirty Rotten Imbeciles. You know, the punk, the crossover, crossover tour. I lose, you win. That was the most, not embarrassing, but most humbling. I was 15 and a half, 16 years old, opening up for DRI, who were at their peak of their career, who are the best punk rock metal bands in the history of punk rock metal. Let me just put it this way. We got smoked. (laughs) That's why, like, like nerves, gambling, fear. I'm like, fear? I was a 15-year-old kid with people, like, throwing things at me, man, in front of a bunch of, like, thousands of metalheads, man. I've been on tour with metal bands since I was 15, so we got 20 years. It's been 20 years on a radio show coming up in a couple of months and TV, and it was 15 years of metal tours and Hollywood and hard rock and all that. 35 years. We're moving in on 35 years of sports, drugs, and rock and roll. And we appreciate all of you that have been along for the ride. Because without you guys, I ain't here. Without you guys right now, I'd be in a bar somewhere saying, what do you mean it's last call already? Frank Schwab joins us next. Bring it. The old... 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. To Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. The Late Night Anger Magic Cross continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Marinci. Let's do this thing. Let's talk football. Let's talk football futures. Let's talk football props and more. Let's bring in Yahoo Schwab. Frank Schwab steps up in Yahoo Sports. Uh, Frank, it's always a pleasure. Great talking football with you. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Absolutely. It's uh, it's getting to that exciting point in the year where, you know, if we could see it on the horizon, I, I'm not a preseason dude, but hey, even seeing preseason on my TV, it's like, all right, real NFL football is close. Yeah, football is here. You know what? I cashed the ticket with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I picked my spots with the preseason. I picked my spots, but I am a preseason better. Uh, the CFL uh, kicked off for like you know two weeks away uh, from college of football, and I'm putting together my uh, my futures portfolio. So I've got a, I've got a piece of the Buffalo Bills to win the division. I've got a piece mm. of the Tennessee Titans uh, to win uh, the division. I've got about a dozen college football props that I'm ready to pull the trigger on. Uh, but I wanted to talk some football futures with you. And let's start off in your backyard uh, with the Denver Broncos. As I like this Bronco team. I like the talent that they have. They, you know what I mean? They're skill position players. You can argue or like, you know, top five, top seven uh, in the National Football League uh, right now. They're always going to have a good defense under Vic Fangio. So I wanted to get your take on the quarterback battle. But with all that being stated, as much as I like them, I don't like them to be 9-8 and eight like them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's quite yeah. a step. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, I like them. They're a competitive team. But their, their prop right now is 8.5, bro. That means they got to go 9-8. and eight. they got to be a winning team. What's your take on that? Yeah, and I, I like the under. I really do. I, I mean, look, that, that thing was seven and a half to start, right? It opened at seven and a half, and then all the odds spiked with the Aaron Rodgers rumors. The Super Bowl props, the Super Bowl odds went from like sixty-six to one to like sixteen to one, whatever. And the over/under just stayed at eight and a half. It never got adjusted back down. And and I just said to myself, I thought seven and a half was a fair number. Yeah. And I sit here and say, what justifies the line move up? I know it's gotten a lot of action on you over, a lot of Colorado people betting it. But realistically, I don't think that number was wrong at 7.5. I think that, that, that's about where they are, 7-8 wins. Like, they're, they're, they're solid, but, you know, and it's NFL is more than just the quarterback position, but 
when you have arguably the worst quarterback situation in the NFL, it's just hard to win big. It's You could do it with an average quarterback. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo took the 49ers to a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. I mean, Jared Goff at the Rams three years ago. But it's hard to do it when you're bad. And I think that this team is bad at quarterback. I, I just I don't like Drew Locke. I think he's just too reckless and he's He's just never going to turn that switch. And I think Teddy Bridgewater is too careful. I think that it's almost like I heard somebody say this, and I I actually agree. It was spot on. It's like Teddy Bridgewater sees the field too well. He's, 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 always looking for the the wide open check down when sometimes you need to take chances downfield and he's just not that guy. I like Teddy. I think he's a wonderful story, wonderful guy to root for. I just don't I think he's the best backup quarterback in the NFL, but the Broncos need a starter. And it's it's just not I don't think he is a good fit. I think that this this team's gonna go under and especially when you look I, I like the Chiefs, who doesn't? I like the Chargers a lot. Like every single year I like the Chargers. It's just a dumb thing I fall into. But I really do believe in them. And then even the Raiders are not an easy out, so it's not like the Broncos have this easy division. They can rack up wins. Or I just don't see a path for them to go 9-8. Now, Frank is a betting man and, and a damn good betting man at that. So I don't need to tell you, Frank, but for people tuning in, and it pains me to say because I think we're on the same page here because I've, I've been the president of the Teddy, Bridger, Teddy Bridgewater fan club in which this guy's an ATS monster. Right, he he's an ATS mm-hmm. monster. He covers he covers point spreads, but there's a difference between covering point spreads. And I also wonder, is he the same quarterback now as he once was uh, years ago? And I I'm with you. I just don't think he's the the guy, the right fit for this this football team. I think you need a young gunslinger, someone that will take chances. But as you stated, Drew Locke took chances and he paid the price and he turned the ball more more <laughs> over more than any other quarterback in the league. Yeah, he's just he was just poor last year. They, they did not play quarterback well last year in any way, and I don't think Teddy really fixes that at all. All right, so, uh, Frank, so you brought up the Chargers, and it's a similar situation in which, you know, listen, everybody wants to anoint Staley, you know, the, 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 new, the new genius in the National Football League, and I see he's favorite to actually win coach of the year, but their win total is nine and a half. So the odds makers giving them a lot of respect as well. It's shaded small plus money, but still, man, that's 10 and 7. That's 10 and 7. I, you know, And as you stated, everybody buys into the Chargers every year, all oh, this is the year, and people really do like this coaching staff. Are you one of these people that says, yeah, this coaching staff, Herbert, the talent that they have, um, if they, you know, they're always cursed with injuries, so it seems like that's just a yearly thing. Yeah. <laughs> but what's your take on the Chargers and that total at 9.5? Yeah, and I, I love it. I really do. I, I feel dumb because uh, I, 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 every year I'm on their over. Every year I'm on them to win the division. Every year I got a small piece of Super Bowl odds. But, I mean, I think Justin Herbert's a real deal. I, we all saw him play last year. He was remarkable. I mean, really good. Got a lot, to, a lot around him between Eckler and Allen and Mike Williams and all that. Their offensive line's a lot better. They went really invested in it. And for the first time in a long time, I feel confident with the Chargers' offensive line. And then, you know, you get the defense. And I'm, I'm probably the biggest Derwin James fan outside of Tallahassee, Florida, maybe, because I, I just think that I think Derwin James could be at some point a defensive player of the year. I hope the injuries haven't sapped him too much, because when you miss two, basically two full seasons with injury, you don't know if a guy's going to be the same. But he's young enough that I just think this guy is the prototype safety in the NFL. I really do. I think he's a difference maker. And just getting him back as an impact type of guy to go along with what they got up front with Bosa. I just, I, and I think Staley is a really, really good coordinator. I don't know if all the pieces fit for what he wants to do yet. It's, it might take him some time to get his, his the, the right scheme fits in there. 
But I trust him enough as a coach to have a good defense. And I think this offense is going to be great. I really do. I'm not even ruling them out challenging the Chiefs in the division. I mean, what do we think? Uh, the Chiefs are just going to win the division for the next ten straight years. I mean, maybe maybe they're doing the Tom Brady thing, but I, I just I think that you know the Chiefs were getting by a little bit last year. And maybe there was a little complacency. You look at the last half of their season; they didn't win a game by more than a, a yeah. one possession. I mean, they were just kind of they were not covering a lot of spreads, as you you know as you know. And I think that the Maybe we think too highly of the Chiefs and not highly enough of the Chargers, and they'll meet in the middle and be in a, uh, a pretty good AFC West race in, in December. Now, the Chiefs might win it. I mean, that's why they're favored so heavily. But uh, I'm willing to take the Chargers at, at plus money to win the division. And, of course, I got them to win the Super Bowl oh, just in case okay. this is the year because, because you know, I mean – if the Chargers ever do win a Super Bowl and I don't have at least a small ticket on that, I'm going to feel like the dumbest guy in America because I've flushed so much money on that Chargers Super Bowl uh, props over the years. Dude, that's my that's my approach from here on out. Even though I don't know how Mark Cuban and the Mavericks are screwing this up, but I believe in Luka. He's 31, oh, yeah. so I figure every year I'll just take him. Like every year until I die, as long as he's in a league, I'll just. Yeah, I mean that guy almost took Slovenia. That guy almost took Slovenia to the gold medal. I mean, my goodness, he's good. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm getting 30 to one, right? Didn't Craig Sager do that every year with the Cubs? May he rest in peace. He did. He took the Cubs every. He did. He (laughs) took the Cubs every year for like 40 years, uh, type of stuff. And he finally, he finally won. And you're preaching to the choir as far as the the Chiefs are concerned. We were talking about the Chiefs last night, and a guest brought up a good point as far. Mahomes going to start making real money soon, right? That contract yeah. really hasn't kicked in yet. So their paradise of, oh, everybody will play for cheaper and we can fit all these guys in, that's eventually going to come to an end. Plus, they got to come up with new plays. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, as you stated, they weren't blowing teams out last year, but they really did shore up that, uh, they really did shore up that offensive line. Listen, we got about 45 seconds before the break, but. Just quickly about the prop, uh, talk to me about Jacobs uh, on the Raiders because I was looking at him from a fantasy perspective and I thought he was going a little too low. And as you wrote, fantasy and prop play are correlated, bro. Yeah, yeah, they really are, and and I just the Kenyon Drake signing it just has everybody off of Josh Jacobs, and they got him at the at BetMGM. He's uh, exactly a thousand over under, and I'll take the under. Just everything's gonna need to go right. I mean, it's you could like a player. And not like a situation, and I just don't like a situation. They they paid Kenyon Drake eleven million guaranteed. That ain't a backup. He's gonna get some runs. So yeah, I'm under on Jacobs, and it's honestly not even anything to do with him as a player. I think he's fine, but just yeah, I really don't like that situation for him this year. Plus, they find themselves trailing a lot, right? Higher scoring games yep. on the football. Interesting. Yeah, and he's not that guy. He's not a receiver. Yeah, it's going to be Drake on the field when they're trailing. All right, let's. We'll take a quick break. Uh, one more segment with Frank on the other side. We're talking football. Let's do this thing. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Anger class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenzo. We're throwing it down. Sirius XM Channel 204. There ain't no countdown. Football is here. Uh, we're putting together our uh, portfolio. You guys can invest in the cryptocurrency. I'm going to invest in uh, football futures. And we're breaking it down uh, with Frank Schwab right now from Yahoo Sports. And uh, Frank's a great uh, follow if you bet on sports, not just football. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's great stuff. Uh, so at uh, Yahoo Schwab. Um, so I don't want to scare you because I also agree with something that you tweeted about. And I brought this up. I brought this up on, a couple of days ago on a show about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. And, yeah, there was a lot of offseason drama, but not really. He didn't even miss an hour of camp. <laughs> like, so, yeah, they're really. Yeah, there was a lot of offseason gossip and, and drama. But from a football standpoint. From a football standpoint, this is a good football team. It's been in the NFC Conference Championship game two years in a row. Uh, Coach LaFleur has gone 13-3 and in consecutive seasons. They're knocking on the door. They're, they've been a couple of plays away. Well, you know, against San Francisco, they sort of got punched in the mouth early, but you know what I'm saying. They're close. They're close, and it's not like Aaron Rodgers is going to tank this year because he doesn't like the GM. He, either he wins the Super Bowl and he's got all the leverage in the damn world, he looks like a hero, or, you know, so I'm actually buying into the Packers. And something I like about you, Frank, too, is you're willing to take a chance on the Chargers. I've been pitching about this the last couple of days. I read all these season previews at a lot of the mainstream sites, and they got the Chiefs and the Bucks playing in the Super Bowl again. It's like really, yeah, right. like, every damn preview is always the standings from last year, Frank. Drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah, we know right now that what of the eight division champs, like four of them will repeat. I mean, that's about what it usually is, four or five. And so, yeah. And the Packers, I think you brought up a good point. It's that, look, we learned last year, and not that we didn't know this already, these veteran guys don't need OTAs. I don't even know that the young guys need OTAs. Like, it's just yeah. this control freak thing with coaches. So Aaron Rodgers literally missed nothing. If anything, it might have energized him a little bit to just be away. Like, you know, I mean, I don't – there was no negatives from his quote-unquote holdout, which never really was a holdout. It's, he's back. He's with his team. And, and look, it could go bad. It really could. It, it could. There was a, uh, a definite scenario where his displeasure, you know, what if they start one and three? And all of a sudden he's just griping and not happy. And, I, I mean, you could at least see that happening when a guy is kind of that against the franchise that he's that things can go south. But I don't think so. And I know everybody kind of made fun of him and Devontae Adams for tweeting out the Jordan Pippen last dance thing because, oh, what if they won? They haven't. But I, to me, I looked at that. That's these guys' mindset. They know there's urgency. This is our last chance at this. This is, you know, we want to go out and prove our GM wrong, like Jordan proved Jerry Krause wrong. And, I mean, we can, we can shake our head and roll our eyes at that, but that, made, to me, means Aaron Rodgers is locked in. He wants to win a championship. He wants to stick it to Brian Gutekunst. And whether right, wrong, whatever, I think he's fully engaged right now. He wants to win a title. And I, I don't think there's any reason to fade the Packers. I, I just I think, look, we've talked a lot about what they have around Devontae Adams and getting Rodgers help and all that. And I think it's all true, and it's still true. But aside 
aside from that, you look, they had a great offensive line. They got two great running backs. Their defense is really, really good. Uh, they, they have a good coach. Matt LaFleur has proven now, but he's a good coach. So uh, there's no weakness to this Packers team, really. Uh, I think that they're going to be just really, really good. And again, like, you know, that, that's another team. They, they were 11. In mid in mid April, the, their over under win total at BetMGM was eleven. It, it got went off the board when all the Rodgers stuff happened. It came back this week at ten. I'm like, what justifies that move? What, why would when it was eleven? I was like, ooh, that's a tough one. I'm not sure. But if if you're gonna hang that number ten, you're telling me that that they need to go nine and eight to hit the under? Like, no way. That that is not a nine and eight team. You might get a push. I don't know, but I doubt you're gonna go under. So yeah, I'll definitely be in the Packers over ten. They're playing the Detroit Lions twice, Frank. Oh, that's like, yeah, that's gonna be a bad team. Yeah, and even the like, Chicago Bears, I think they get them really early, if I'm not mistaken. They get them in September sometime when they're still probably gonna be stuck on this dumb idea that so, Justin Fields can't start day one. So, bye. I'm with you there too. I would just I'd throw them out there. I'll get your take on the San Francisco, the San Francisco mm. situation. But think about that to put it in that perspective. And bang on, man. Great job that you bring up as far as the adjustment from the rumors of Denver and in Green Bay through the year. Because I'm seeing even tens out here across the board right now myself. All right, guys. So there's 17 games now. They play the Detroit Lions twice. They're not losing to the Lions. So so that's two wins right there. That leaves 15 games that they would have to go eight and seven (laughs) to get a push. Are the Packers like an eight and seven? Like, come on. I like where yeah. you're going. Uh, I mean, they're good. I like yeah, they're, yeah, they're good. I always look at over/unders that way when it's when it's not a half, when it's like ten. Yeah. yeah. I always ask myself, what's more, what what's more likely? This team's going to win nine, or this team's going to win eleven? And I think there's a far greater chance they win eleven than they go nine and eight. I just can't see that happening. I hammered Jets under six and a half. It's six now, pretty much. But I got under six and a half. How do you feel about that? I'm pretty comfortable. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, they got a long way to go. And, look, they might have nailed this rookie class. It sounds like from every report on New York that all these rookies are really impressing. But that's also beat writer stuff and having the training camp. And, you know, once you actually play a different team, they, they might not look as sharp. But, yeah, I, you're telling me the Jets were historically awful for the first half last year. you telling me they're going to get the seven? I mean, maybe. I really like Salah. I think, I think Wilson's going to be a good quarterback. But, yeah, I think you're pretty good on the under. That, that's the way I'd go with them. I actually saw I saw something out there, guys. It's minus 600 that the Jets don't make the playoffs. <laughs> I'm not into having a betting minus 600s, but I really have the bankroll because that's something that's like, well, I'm not betting 600 bucks to win 100 bucks on this. So then right. I started thinking, all, all right. right. Do I do three let dimes? Me throw a, three dimes for a nickel? Five hundred, yeah. Yeah, what do you think? Right. Let me think? let me throw one let me throw one out there that's plus money still. And that's the Houston Texans that have the worst record in the NFL. It's plus two hundred. You tell me which team is worse than the Houston Texans right now. Because if yeah, I get it and Deshaun Watson plays, but do we think Deshaun Watson's gonna play again? Nobody there seems to think he's playing again. So you're telling me a Tyrod Taylor, David Cully led Houston Texans team whose best player is probably Laramie Tunsil, you're telling me that team's gonna knock be the worst team in football that mark me down for any under you can give me on the Houston Texans this year. Are they so they worse? And I like the Jags last year in that spot too. I like I like this bet. Yeah. What what about the Lions? So you think like because they they could be pretty bad too. They don't really have a lot they of depth either. But you think they could squeeze out more wins than the Texans do? I think they're going to be feisty. I think they're going to be one of these teams that's kind of, uh, maybe I'm being this dumb guy buying into the Dan Campbell thing, but I think they've improved the offensive line for sure, defensive line a little bit. I do think they're going to be tougher. And I just think Matt Patricia was such a zero that yeah, it yeah. can't hurt. I, like He was just he was one of the worst coaches in a modern era, and replacing him just gives them an auto. 
automatic boost. So I think they get to you know five wins, six wins. I, I don't, I'm not jumping up and down for the Detroit Lions, but I think they can get to in the five range. Whereas I don't know the Houston. I mean, it's dumb right now as we sit here on August whatever to talk about 0 17. But if you're going to tell me the Houston Texans are going to flirt with 0 17, I can't exactly tell you you're wrong. That, they might have the worst offense in football, the worst defense in football with a rookie head coach. <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah, that that. I think the Lions. Lions are bad and they're clearly number 31 and they're clearly way ahead of the Houston Texans. Yeah, I can't I can't argue that. Uh, listen, Sewell's been killing it. They've got a decent line. Um, yeah. There's some talent. There's some talent there. I think they're going to scoop some Rams players up to get cut too, because considering the guy drafted them, so I think he'll he'll scoop some guys up that are available. So, speaking of quarterbacks, what do you make of uh, what do you make of the San Francisco situation? One day you hear, oh, Trey Lance is the greatest rookie of all time. Um, that we've got to get this kid on the field, and then the next day it's like, hey, everybody slow down. Jimmy G's our quarterback. What do you think is going to happen there? And what do you think of that division? Like, are you buying the Rams now with Stafford? Um, I don't know. The Seahawks seem to be taking a second. Russell Wilson, you got a puncher's chance, but you know what I mean. They don't want to spend money. And there's always drama there. And in Arizona, I like, but I don't know if Arizona is ready to knock uh, the Rams or San Francisco off the perch. I think Zona could be in the mix for a wild card. Well, what's your take on the division? How do you think the, the quarterback situation in San Fran plays out? Yeah, I think we align on a lot of things. Uh, Arizona does have some interesting things about them, but I'm not I'm not buying in on them. And Seattle's just one of those teams that they're going to do dumb things every offseason or things I think are dumb anyway, and then they're going to end up with 10 minutes. That's just what they do. Like, every year, that's just, it's weird. Like, I don't think they're going to win the division, but I don't think they're going to win nine or fewer games either. They're just going to be the same team they always are. I love the Niners. I really do. I, I wipe out everything that happened last year. They were dealing with so many injuries. They had a practically like 50% more adjusted games lost than everybody else in the NFL. I just wipe it out. Whatever happened last year in that weird season with all the injuries doesn't matter to me. And then you go back and, you know, 2049ers were really, really good. I trust their coaches. I trust their defense. I trust their skill position. Guys are going to be able to run the ball. I had to guess I think Jimmy is going to start week one just because I think they're just stuck with this. I, th- I think they're, they're just stuck in this old way of thinking that we got to start Jimmy. We can't just rush Trey Lance out there. But if all the reports, like you kind of mentioned, if all the reports are right about Trey Lance and how good he is, look, I made this, I made this comparison a million times. But, look, Honda Civic's going to get you – to the grocery store. You're going to get great mileage. You're reliable. Not going to break down too often. But how are you driving a Honda Civic around when you got a Ferrari in the garage? And yeah. I don't know that Kyle Shanahan is going to sit there and, and just watch Jimmy G dump it down for for that long before he says, let's see what Trey's got. I, I think Trey Lance is fantastic. I think he is. He's going to transform this offense and bring something they just don't have right now. I, I, it's hard to bet big on a rookie quarterback because the, the history just isn't there. But not many rookies end up in a great spot like this. I think the 49ers can win a Super Bowl. Trey Lance. I really, truly believe that. I, I'm taking them to win the NFC West. I'll have a ticket on them win Super Bowl. I'll have a Trey Lance rookie of the year ticket, although I think Trevor's probably going to win it just because he's going to play all 17 games. But I just I think the sky's the limit for this 49ers team. And with the Rams, I don't hate the Rams, but everybody's talking about Matt Stafford like he's, oh, he's MVP, you know, MVP candidate, blah, blah, blah. Matt Stafford made one Pro Bowl in 13 years with the Lions. And I get the Lions stink. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not denying the Lions stink, but if he was this special elite guy, one of those handful of guys that just wins no matter where he is despite you know, scheme and despite teammates and all that kind of stuff, wouldn't we have seen it by now? I mean, he, he's not a spring chicken. He's, he's been in this league a long time. And I just think Matthew Stafford's good, but I just don't think he's great. And I don't think he's going to really lift the Rams anywhere further than they've already been. 
Frank Schwab, I don't want to scare you, man. We agree just way, way, way too much. Frank Schwab, <laughs> Yahoo Sports. Great stuff, guys. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be here. It's always a pleasure talking football with you, man. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. With Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Welcome to the 117th dust-up between the Spartan Swan of Springfield A&M and the Springfield University Nittany Tide. Oh, doctor, break out the hickory switch. Late Night Anger Management Class, this is Sports Rage. I was just talking with the crew in the chat, and uh, we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for all the kind words. A lot of old school listeners have been poking their heads tonight. Guys, you know, I understand life goes on. We've been doing this like 20 years, but we got a lot of messages from people like over the day that said, hey, Marenzi, I still see you doing your thing there, bro. You know what I mean? They got kids. They got this and that. Like, you know, but God bless all the people from day one. Clam Chowder checked in. Clam Chowder's not from day one. Clam Chowder, Clam Chowder's like old school. Clam, like, we've been doing this, like, 19 and a half years. Clam Chowder's been on board for, like, 18 and a half years. Clam Chowder was not part of CFMB. CFMB, the loudest station in the nation. Like, Sports Grid Radio Networks. That's where it all started. My first ever call in my career. You believe that, Matthias? So, imagine, like, it's sort of like your first goal, your first save, your first, you know what I mean, your first shutout. If you're an athlete, you remember your first. That's how. That's the first lines of my book, actually. I mean, it opens up with this. Is The book will be coming in uh, January for Christmas time. I got to bang this stuff off, though. I can't lie. I've been putting it off. Now it's time. Now even I'm forgetting stories. I'm ready for and it, man. There, <laughs> yeah, there's some stories. <laughs> there's some stories that even now that I thought before I would tell. Now I'm like, I can't tell. I don't want to get sued. I don't want to get sued. And it seems harmless, but I'll tell you a quick story. But let me ask you, Matthias. So you remember your first radio show, your first whatever. I don't know if you remember your first show, your first that you hosted, your first like this. Right, your first everything. My first show, bro, was January 6, 2002. It was a Sunday night. 
on a community radio station at midnight. All right, you couldn't even weren't even allowed to speak English. I came on after like a Middle Eastern show in 2002 after 9/11. All right, it wasn't the best leading. Right, so, uh, but my first ever call, bro, first show, I'm talking sports, and I'm not like Sports Rage, Matthias. The name of the show is called Sports Weekly, because I was on once a week, right? I was going to be on Sundays. It's called Sports Weekly. So I came on, hey, I'm Gabriel Morancy. I'm Gabriel Morancy. I'm talking sports. Gabriel. I mean, you know, in Montreal, whatever. Gabriel, Gabriel. So I'm talking sports. I'm like, let's go to the phone lines. My first ever call in the business. The name of the station was CFMB, Matthias Hill. My first ever call was, welcome to CFMB, F-Face. Buddy hangs up. I didn't just say F-Face. <laughs> That's my first ever call. Duck face. Welcome to CFMB, duck face. Hangs up. I'm like, oh, wow. My first ever call. I'm a little rattled. But I'm in a metal band, right? And I've been on a punk rock tours for my whole life and stuff. So, and I live in Hollywood and the streets of Hollywood and stuff. I'm not like scared, but I'm like, all right. Next call, real sports call. Hey, great show. Hey, good, good to have you on here. Hey, what do you think about the Expos, right? Normal call, right? Next call. You and suck, right? Next call. <laughs> Normal sports call. Normal sports call. Next call. You know, you're a slur. You know what I mean? And we had no delay. Our buddy was slow. Mike Biscott, my first ever producer. A producer. Well, producer's not a really word. Like, operator. That's a better word. Operator. This guy was big. Board op. Board op. Even, board operator. Yeah, board, board op. Thank you. He's a board op. The thing is, he's baked, and then it turns out he snitches me out for blazing there. <laughs> like, <laughs> that snitch. Oh, yeah, big side. Never talked to the guy ever again. I told him, I said, you're a snitch. And Buddy told me, too. He goes, he goes, hey, just go outside. Don't smoke in the studio. <laughs> That's what he told me. <laughs> he wasn't mad. He goes, just step outside if you have to. It was one of those type of deals. Hey, rock, the, the radio industry's cool with that. Most of these guys are cool. But so my first so first call, welcome to CFMB fudge face. Then a sports call. Then a go F yourself call. Then a sports call. Then a prank call. Prank call. Prank call. Then a buddy of mine called in. <laughs> hey, you're doing a great job. Like people know it's my buddies. Hey, you're doing a great job. Don't worry about these people. Whatever, bro. All right, but this, so it's my first ever radio show. It's called Sports Weekly. I wasn't planning on being like sports rage. By the end of the show, Matthias, I got one more call. I said, hey. I said, hey, yo. I pulled like a razor remote. I said, hey, yo. I said, the address at a radio station, and I gave their address at a radio station, Matthias. I said, the address at a radio station is 35 Green Avenue. I said, the show will be over in 10 minutes. I said, if anybody has a problem or if anybody who called and I just went off, bro. And I said, I'll bash your face in and I'll have you killed. I said, I will have you murdered within five minutes. I said, I'll pick up my phone right now and I'll have you killed. I said, please 
come and meet me outside the station when the show is over. All right? I snapped. I lost my, I just snapped, right? After the show, I was like, oh, God, I should, I should have done that. That was very unprofessional. I'm going to get fired. My first ever show. I don't even know when I'm last. And I was buying my airtime. I wasn't even hired. Buying my airtime. I'm like, oh, my God. Sure enough, Monday morning, my phone rings. Not even cell phone days, like the landline. Ring. Yeah, listen, can you come into the studio? We need to talk to you. I'm like, I live pretty close. I'm like, oh, God. Day one, I'm in trouble in my radio career. Day one. <laughs> I walk into the studio. He goes, I listened to your show last night. The boss. He goes, I listened to your show last night. He goes, first things first. I've never heard somebody do a first radio show that was as good as you just did. He goes, number two, he goes, I've never seen someone as natural as you. And this station has had a lot of great people. Mitch Garber, who's about to buy the Expos, owned Cirque du Soleil, one of the richest men, had, had, ran poker. Uh, net. He had a radio show there, the great Ted Even Guy tells me, he goes, he goes, you were awesome. And I'm thinking, wow, this is great. I thought the guy was going to be mad. Then he tells me, he goes, number three, Never give our address to the listeners. He goes, you think I want these nut jobs knowing where my studio is? And then he starts telling me about how one other radio host did the same thing. And somebody threw a brick through the window. <laughs> right? So he told me, you did a great job. But he goes, don't. Don't give people a radio address and don't want to fight the listeners after the show. He goes, other than that, hey, just keep going on. And that's how it started. <laughs> and so the next week, I didn't know, right? I didn't like, I didn't think, oh, now I have a character. No. Next week, I went back, I do the show. No crank calls. Right, but it's edgier stuff, kind of like crazy loser dudes, and like no, I replaced a dating show. All right, it's actually a good idea, radio dating show. It actually is, and I think it would be a good deal on Sports Grid Radio Network, a dating show. Sports fans, you have a host. Imagine Cam is the host; he'd be perfect. I wouldn't be a good host. Uh, Cam would be a perfect host for it. Cam hosts the show, and he hosts like radio, TV, whatever. And he's like, "Hey, I'm Cam Stewart. It's Sports Date." And he goes, all right, hey, we got Phil in Pittsburgh. What's up, Phil? Phil goes, yeah, listen, I work here. I, I'm an iron worker. I make this much money. I'm a Steeler fan. I'm divorced. I have, I, you know what I mean? And I'm looking for a girl in Pittsburgh that's a sports fan. And then, boom, we get a picture up of the dude. And, 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 and then, and then you know, women in the area, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, can say, hey, listen, yeah, you know what? I want to go to a game with Phil. God, I'm a genius, huh? God, I'm good. Is that not a good idea, Matthias? It's a glorious idea. And I loved everything that you did on your first radio show, especially... Oh, you like that, eh? Where I said, you know what? Like, at the end, I'm like, hey, you know what? Why don't you come down here? And you know what, Matthias? 
I gained street cred right away. People are like, this guy's nuts. Like, who does that on the radio with this, right? People are like, oh, this guy's real. This guy's real. Right away. I was like, you know what? Why do you come down, bro? And I'll smash your face in. Right? And, like, you don't hear that on the radio. Right, with this? And plus, I'm cranking Van Halen in the background. I'm playing metal and stuff. You know what I mean? (laughs) Sounds like the 80s. Yeah, yeah, it was 2000. Well, I'm a guy from the 80s. Yeah, I'm a kid product. Perfect. Born in the 70s. Exactly. Exactly. My other great idea, too, my other great one is uh, Cam Stewart hosting a cooking show on this network. Another one where I told him, dude, I got so many shows. I got another one, though, that's a real one that I'm not going to talk about because whatever. But it's a real moneymaker. I just need some money to back it up. I'm going to speak to our crew here. We got the money. <laughs> so I'm going to speak to our crew. But it's one of those deals where it's like, yeah, listen, I'm going to get like, you know, 30% of all future royalties from this show. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, I'll produce it myself. You know? Uh, so I got, I got good ideas for TV shows. But I'll give you this one. Um, this one I'm fine with sharing is Cam Stewart. Right here on the network, Sunday mornings, and you guys would all watch. I know you would. It'd be amazing. I would watch. It'd be, it'd be amazing. Cam's cookout, Matthias. Cam's cookout. So imagine Cam in his backyard barbecue, and whoever, like, the Sunday night football game is. So, yeah, if they're in Texas, Cam's making ribs. They're in New Orleans, he's making, uh, he's, he's making some, uh, some shrimp. Some uh, some jambalaya. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's in Baltimore. Cam's doing crab legs. And Cam's recipes. Cam's cookout. But football themed. Right? So, Sunday football. You get a couple of picks from Cam. A couple of props. And he tunes in. Yeah, tonight, Sunday night football is the Dallas Cowboys and the New Orleans Saints. I'm Cam Stewart. And since we're in Dallas, we're making ribs tonight. And this is how I make ribs. And then Cam shows you how he makes his ribs. He has a couple of beers. Gives you a couple of picks for the game. God, I'm a genius. You're going to tell me that is not a million-dollar idea, Matthias? I should be a television Perfect. producer. Made me hungry. I'm ready to see some promos. Hey, listen, I love you, Cardano, and I know you might be tuning in right away, Marenzi. You're getting a little cocky here. <laughs> All right, if you're tuning in, talk to me. You want to make some real money? I'll put this network on the map for real. Let's do this. And I don't have to be the star of everything. I'm good at other people. See, I'm in a band, right? I'm a singer and a guitarist in a band. I know that's not my solo. That's his solo. He's better at that. I'm not telling you all me and Cam will host the cookout show. No, Cam will host the show. Not me. Him, not me. I just want like 25% executive producer fees. Like that Mark Burnett guy from Survivor. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Stuff with Frank Schwab. Hey, great time, great time tonight. I really enjoyed myself. Thanks a lot. Quickest 180 minutes in sports talk radio. You guys rock. Um, great job, Matthias. Uh, shout out to our boy Yang, uh, who's rocking in Jacksonville, Florida, uh, right now. And uh, thanks for all the birthday wishes uh, tonight. You know, honestly, you guys are my family, and I'm your family. I think Matthias lives with his family, but that's another story. Uh, but a lot of you might live alone. Maybe you got girlfriends, dogs, or whatever, but you tune in every night. And do you tune in with your family every night? Do you Zoom with your family every night? No. You see me more than you see your family. Point blank. Point blank. Unless you live with them. You know what I'm saying? Me personally... Not one person from my family sent me a text, email, Facebook, nothing. Yet, the public may be trending on Twitter today, man. I'm always going to cry. You know, you know, you know, you know, you can judge something, and I, I'm proud of this. Is like I said, it's my birthday today, and one of the, the first person to text me, man, Three minutes before midnight type thing was an ex-girlfriend of mine. I only have like two living ex-girlfriends that, you know, that I was close with. Three minutes before my birthday, she was the first one. Love you forever. Second text, another ex-girlfriend. And I thought after, I was like, you know what? If you can be with women for years and stuff happens and years pass and it's your birthday and they're the first two out of the horse gate out of the stall you say love you happy birthday then you must be doing something all right god bless you all other than that you on your own later Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.